is before 8 p.m. It's the headline segment here on Metro FM Talk. And uh, this evening we check in with a story uh, that uh, we uh, spoke to sometime last year. And uh, we get the latest regarding uh, the uh, challenge uh, between uh, Koi and Sun communities and the developers uh, of a River Club, uh, or a River Club site, I should rather say, of uh, Amazon's new Africa headquarters. And uh, last week, we understand uh, the Western Cape High Court heard an application to interdict this development. Joined on the line now to talk about this uh, by Tariq Jenkins, the High Commissioner of the Koringai Kona Koi Indigenous Traditional Council. Uh, Tariq, good evening to you and welcome. Uh, good evening, Ayan. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, thank you very much, Tariq. Last time you and I spoke, uh, you know, I think it was about f- a few months ago, three, four months ago. It seems a lot yes. has happened since. Uh, so uh, just for the benefit of some of our listeners, let us into what has happened over the last few months or so, which culminated in the uh, interdict application at the Western Cape High Court last week. Indeed, over the last, I'd say, six months since the last time we spoke, uh, there's been a, uh, an accumulation of a number of um, uh, events uh, that have uh, built a, a momentum uh, leading up to uh, last week's historic court case. Uh, there were a number of... Um, uh, city-wide protests um, at the River Club site itself, um, commemorating on various uh, days of, of the year, including the Liberation Day. Um, and we also had a, a, an international global solidarity um, event with, um, uh, with a number of international unions um, uh, in conjunction with Amazon Must Pay, um, where we were also looking at um, some of the uh, key issues that underpin the controversy around the site, <clears throat> including issues around climate change mitigation, um, and of course uh, the matter of how um, both the environment and, and heritage are under severe threat. Now, so last, you, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, no, no, please go ahead. Yeah, so yes, and so last week, uh, after launching this uh, interdict uh, some months prior, uh, we finally got into. Uh, the courts where uh, Deputy Judge President Goliath um, heard mm. the matter over, you know, over three days, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Um, so the the challenge was put out by uh, the Gorinakona Koko Traditional Council and uh, uh, the Observatory Civic Association um, against the uh, Lisbeth Pleasure Property Trust, the City of Cape Town, and the Western Cape Government in, in particular. And and I guess, you know, uh, I would think the courts are still applying their minds to that. They will, you know, then, I guess, uh, you know, uh, give down a judgment. Or is there an expectation that you uh, are going to make further representations? That's correct. I, um, Deputy Judge President Goliath has reserved a judgment. Because it is on an urgent basis, we expect a judgment mm. uh, to, to actually come through any, any day now. Mm-hmm. I mean, t- just talk to me about, because there's a seeming, you know, um, I guess, division that is being reported or being portrayed among the Sun and the Koi communities of that uh, part. And, uh, you know, I guess w- w- one of the other groupings, which is a collective uh, uh, that is led by a former journalist as well, Chief Garu Zenzile Koi-san, uh, which is saying that, I guess, the River Club will give a space for some cultural praxis um, and something that doesn't currently exist in Cape Town, where Koi and Sun historic communities can be able to have uh, a cultural flashpoint, a meeting point, a convening point, uh, and I guess a place to undertake traditional rites, rituals, and the like. Uh, what is your position as the Korengai Kona Koi Indigenous Traditional Council to that position? Uh, 
Our position is quite antithetical, in fact, to, to the position of the First Nations Collective, uh, mm. because we believe that uh, by injecting 150,000 square meters of concrete bulk and totally ruining a floodplain going against environmental uh, you know, and international climate change mitigation policies, which will entail the permanent destruction of intangible and tangible heritage resources on the site. The proposal includes the redirection of the sacred river and the infill and destruction of the old Gisbert River. Uh, we consider this as uh, not just an epistemological historical violence, but mm-hmm. a heritage and environmental crime. Um, the, the idea to have a museum to commemorate um, uh, the, the culture and history of the San and Khoi on top of a site that has been completely destroyed, uh, in our uh, opinion, is not um, a, a celebration of it, but more mm-hmm. of an epitaph uh, signaling the final solution of, of the complete uh, uh, sort of destruction of, of a, a, a site that holds a memory that belongs to all South Africans, in particular the San and Khoi. This is a mm-hmm. site of liberation and resistance, in 1510, it is a site where land was dispossessed for the first time in our country. In 1657, with the deployment of title deeds by the Dutch East India Company to its employees, it's a site where the San and Koi were dispossessed from the river, uh, from the cosmos, uh, from um, its symbiotic relationship to um, its, its, its environment. Um, mm. It is a site that uh, started the first frontier wars in 1659 that precipitated over 227 years of the 16 wars of liberation and resistance, which resulted in the unrecognized genocide of the Cape Sound and the extinction of sacred animals. It's also a site where the South African Observatory is, where the Royal Observatory used to be. But importantly for us is that the mound of where that observatory used to be was mm. a place um, where the San and Khoi would navigate the stars uh, at the sacred confluence of the Black River and the Lustig River. It is only from there in this very unique genus loci that you can see during the equinox when the days and nights are equal, the sun sits on top of the lion's head. Tariq, let's do this. Let's do this. I I think you're giving us a fascinating account, but uh, I can see the ads nearing on me. So let's pause here for a second. Let's take a quick spot break. When we come back, I'll allow you to continue. Thank you. Eight minutes it is before 8 p.m. It's the headlines here on Metro FM Talk. And uh, this evening, joined by Tariq Jenkins, High Commissioner of the Goringai Kona Koi Indigenous Traditional Council. And uh, Tariq, just before we went to the break, I guess you were talking about uh, uh, how this confluence of the Lisbeek and Black Rivers uh, holds very sacred, uh, um, I guess, uh, value and uh, uh, significance among the Koi and the Sun communities. Please continue on that score. It holds us a kind of significance that speaks to all South Africans because this is the ground zero precinct where the original sin occurred. 
And I think it's important for us to recognize that when we're going to talk about restitution, when we're going to talk about what uh, the questions around land, we, we need to be mm. able to come to a site and say this is where it started. What we want is for the site to continue its grading process uh, with the South African Heritage Resources for uh, National Heritage. It is also a place that President Sora Maposa and his cabinet approved it as part of the National Coincide Liberation and Resistance Route in 2020 in June. And as such, that route is part of, of a broader precinct that's actually uh, slated by, uh, you know, a, a DSAC for UNESCO as a World Heritage Site. And so <clears throat> I think for us, the, the, the deep paradox of having a place of, 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 of first dispossession by the then the largest company on Earth um, to then now be uh, recaptured in this particular kind of way as a, a, a monumentalizing for Amazon's African uh, headquarters is, is also totally inappropriate. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and when, when, you, when you are surrounded by these 60-meter story buildings and in and amongst that have, you know, have, have a, um, a, a compensatory uh, element of, 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 of a core design footprint, um, you know, for us is, 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 not, is not sufficient. I think further to that, you know, we are joined in this uh, struggle with, uh, with 70,000 objections, with the civil society, umbrella environmental groups, with other First Nation groups around the world that also share um, concerns when you have large corporate organizations who, um, who, 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 who do business in a way that will divest uh, indigenous and local communities from, from places that they find sacred. But, you know, mm. here we have a clear situation. The world's biggest company, by the world's richest man, has put a price of heritage um, on, on, on our heads. And uh, I think the message from um, the, the, not just the Gurin Icona, but the 22 Sun and Koi Councils from that, uh, whose footprints stretch um, across Southern Africa, the message is clear that this heritage belongs to all of us. It's not for sale. Mm-hmm. And uh, it should be a place for deep healing and intergenerational um, reconsideration sure. of a past um, of, 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 of deep, of, um, you know, of deep animosity and hurt, um, which mm. in of itself can be used to also, um, you know, uh, c- celebrate a, 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 a deeper history as well uh, that speaks to the ancestors of, of humankind herself. Yeah, yeah. Tariq, just as we wrap up, I guess, you know, uh, my last question would be around, uh, in many ways, what I would say are your different sides of uh, a struggle in this sense. I mean, the courts are but one. Uh, but seemingly, it does seem here that you're contending or are up against, uh, you know, three different set of forces. The one is, I guess, the planning unit of the city of Cape Town. The other mm-hmm. is the developer, in this case, the Lisbeck Leisure mm-hmm. Property Trust. And then the other is ultimately, I guess, the, the, the client here, which is Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Talk to me about, I guess, your engagements with either of these stakeholders and whether or not there have been some who might have been receptive or even sympathetic uh, to your plight here. Well, the city of Cape Town and province are amongst the largest landowners um, in, in the province. And um, Amazon was, in fact, given about five choices around which they could have determined their African headquarters. Uh, what we've seen over the four years that we have been contesting this particular site is, um, you know, a, a, a kind of seeming an irregular collusion between the, the city and the province who would want to bend over backwards, um, ostensibly violating their own laws and policies in order to accommodate this Amazon development. Um, we, we have engaged uh, 
you know, various uh, statutory um, uh, public participatory uh, components, which, uh, you know, objections have literally always been ignored and, and have been received lively. In fact, the city of Cape Town's own environmental uh, department vehemently objected to this development. They did not approve uh, the, the, the environmental assessment, but it was a political decision um, in its appeal, where the then um, mayor of Cape Town, Dan Preto, and Mako decided to, uh, to in, in fact, settle for, 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 for the developer's idea in terms of what it would define as being appropriate. Um, and in terms of, you know, in terms of Amazon, Amazon has in many ways remained the, 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 the quiet benefactor. Um, we only learned of the fact that it was going to be in Amazon headquarters, um, you know, after, after a three-year process, about a year, just over a year ago. And at that point, I think we also realized um, uh, what would have been some of the major, um, what is the major energy uh, behind uh, this kind of inexplicable behavior at that stage, you know, by, by the city of Cape and the province in terms of, in terms of uh, you know, um, in our mind, you know, you know, complete violation of, 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 of clear environmental and heritage policies. Tariq, we're going to have to leave it here, and uh, certainly your story we're going to be following quite closely, but I want to thank you for taking time out to speak to us this evening. Thank you very much, Aya, for having me, and have a good evening. Thank you very much. That there was Tariq uh, Jenkins. You might want to comment on that one. Uh, do give us a, a shout on uh, 079-191-4270. You can send us your voice notes there. But yeah, January is a long month, it seems, and uh, just when you think it's done beating down your budget, it gets even longer. Everyone's feeling January's extended stay, and that's why it's time to jumpstart 2022 with great savings at Engine. Visit your nearest Engine Quick Shop for all their amazing deals that will turn your January into January less. Promo ends 28 February 2022. Terms and conditions apply. Engine, with us, you are.